0: Money and me on your money only on Money FM 89.3. I thought this was quite strange when I came across it. You know, business leaders are apparently. Sp- Lit on the idea of digital transformation. Some see it as positive, some see it as a threat. This according to Ernst and Young's Global Capital Confidence Barometer that looked at 2,900 executives across 45 countries, 14 different sectors. It seems kind of obvious, right, that digital transformation is the necessary step to the future. But in the study, you could see a split. 22% said it reduced barriers to entry. 21% thought it actually Increase competitive pressures and uh, 16% thought it in fact increased barriers to entering their respective industries. So let's explore digital transformation now and bring an expert in to weigh in on this divide. Jovina Ang is managing director at Communicatio and she is SMU affiliate faculty member and she teaches a course on digital transformation. Right Jovina, welcome. Hello, Michelle. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Thank you. Great to have you, as always. uh, Jovina, Tell what do you think? There's a split, it seems. Some people, you know, look at digital transformation as a threat. Others look at it as an opportunity. Does this surprise you? No, it doesn't. I think it's because people, you know...
1: Look at the the technology as the problem in solving digital transformation problems. But essentially, one has to look at what business problem are Mm. you trying to solve in the first
0: place? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The technology is not the problem. What are you trying to do with the technology, right? Yes, absolutely. And that's how I would
1: define digital transformation is the use of digital technology to solve business problems.
0: Yeah, it's so funny that people are so split over the need for it. Uh, I wonder how important it, do you think in this whole era that we're in right now, how important is digital transformation in this era where we're all trying to get our feet on the ground, we're seeing the Dow crash and, you know, S&P 500 tank and this route in Asian markets, there seems to be so much change and people like certainty. So is there an argument to be made for digital transformation still right now? Absolutely, because I think it's how we
1: use digital transformation to solve problems. For example, mm. in this COVID-19 situation, universities such as SMU and SUTD have started going online because they can't hold classes face-to-face. Um, so that's that's very important. And then the other thing, too, is I was just reading this morning, and, you know, people are concerned about, you know, are the train carriages you know um you know disinfected or whatever and i know that in hong kong mm-hmm. they're starting using robots to sanitize the the train carriages and that you know has reduced the time to disinfect the whole carriages um you know to up to just four
0: hours every day. Mm, You are so right, right? Everything is going online. I'm looking at all the conferences I would have attended being canceled and everybody live streaming right now. So if you had been on the bandwagon of digital transformation before COVID hit, you would be in a better position for business continuity right now, right? Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so let's help businesses out there. What are some of the main steps that businesses can take to ensure the integration of digital technology and their main business thesis? Well, I think the first thing one has to really think about is What's the problem
1: are we trying to solve? And I, I think that's the most fundamental step in yeah. trying to ascertain how extensive you want to drive digital transformation. Um, once you've done that, it's very important to also get um, executive buy-in, because without that, mm. it may, it's likely to fail. Because as you, as the saying goes, fish rots from the head, mm. and if you don't have the leaders behind it, then what would the workers do? they probably ignore it or resist it.
0: Yeah, and employee pushback is one of the main challenges, I understand. Absolutely, Uh. absolutely, because people don't like change. People resist change, and they're fearful
1: of it because they think that their jobs are going to go away. Mm. Um, So you really need the the executive buy-in to make sure that people, you know, Watching into the whole process and really looking at it also from watching it from for, for me from the employee perspective um, the next couple of steps include really design digital journey for example you know you've got to sort of look out in terms of you know what sort of, you know um, ideas uh, are you gonna put in place to solve the problem then you also got to prototype it test it then you also got to instill a culture because culture drives behavior and then, and, and then lastly, of course, you've got to measure because, you, you, you know, measurement is something that, you know, will tell whether you're on the right path or not.
0: Mm, exactly. What you don't measure, you can't change. So great tips there for businesses and, and the baby steps, I think, they can take to ensure uh, digital technology and the integration of technology with their main business. What exactly constitutes a digital business platform today?
1: Well I would say that you know first start off with um what problem you're trying to solve, so for example, you know we all like our coffee fix in the morning um and and you know coffee cues in the morning are so long yep and um and so you want to make sure that you're addressing um that your customers uh, your customers effectively, efficiently. And so there's now an app, you know, the Foodster app, where it's, you know, it's a combination of, you know, paying with D B S payla and you can basically order your coffee, say on Kopi on and ten to twenty minutes later and pay, of course, <laughs> uh, the coffee's there for you. In the way you like it. More sugar, less sugar or you. You know, whatever.
0: Wow. Wow, so fascinating. So, I mean, in the old days, it was digital platform meant that you had a website. Um, do you think streaming is becoming increasingly important for all businesses to think about?
1: This is definitely one area to to think about because it's a good. Area is a good way of getting information out quickly to mm. people. Um, look at how um, the Singapore, the Singapore government has basically, you know, uh, communicated about COVID nineteen. You see, um, you know, this, you know, the um, the live telecast of um, uh, Prime Minister Lee Hsien Loong last night at eight o'clock. Mm. Um, that was available in multiple platforms. Um, So, it's a very good way of getting information quickly and efficiently to people. Um, So, I believe that that is very critical uh, in terms of keeping people uh, informed in terms of, you know, what they need to know
0: yes speaking of the singapore government i understand they place an emphasis on using digital technology on smes um how is this implemented though on the ground level we know there are big you know pushes maybe but how are smes incorporating digital technology into their operations what are some of their challenges
1: well i think some of challenges are budget uh lack of talent and also the IT infrastructure. But, you know, I think a lot of people also think about the problem as too big. Mm. So let me give you an example. One of my friends um, runs a car servicing organization. And in the past, they used to have uh, to use punch cards to lock in, lock out for the mechanics. And now what they've done is they've turned everything into an app. So you just clog in by, you know, clogging in. And then, you know, when you clog out, you clog out. Because, you know, as you know, the the hours spent in the workshop differ uh, uh, from mechanic to mechanic. And now it takes like one minute to do payroll instead of doing, taking an hour to two hours to consolidate all that punch
0: cards. I think about... um couple of hundred thousand people just sat up when they heard one minute to do payroll? (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
1: Yes. So there are many, I think it's how you, you know, you know, first, you know, um, decide what problem you're trying to solve and then think about the technology that sort of will help you solve that problem. And quite honestly, It's so easy to design an app today, Um, and there's so many resources that we can also access easily, you know, on um, uh, a lot of job platforms. You know, you can even hire people, you know, who are gig workers to, you know, address a, a very, very small problem for
0: you yeah yeah so the resources are there. I like how you keep stressing that what's important is thinking about what is the problem that you are trying to solve, as opposed to we need an app, we need a website, or we need to start live streaming or we need podcasts even you know podcasts are really trendy these days or oh, we need uh to you know when, when people people start trying to play with the toys instead of figuring out. Where are the pain points in the business, and then Absolutely. how can we bring technology in to solve these pain points? What are some? Are there any dangers of um, that can happen along the way of digital transformation? Well, I think um, a
1: very common pitfall that you know, even if I talk about this from a large organization perspective, is not giving. Um, middle managers to do their job and also run transformation at the same time because there's a lot of human factor involved, there's a lot of training involved as well and I think don't forget about the middle managers um, because they have to run the business, they also
0: have to transform at the same time and you cannot spread this this group too thin to Mm. drive it forward. That's great, great, and I also think that a lot of the time digital technology, if it is top down, it is not going to be purpose fit for what the middle managers need, and then you're not solving the problem, so maybe to get input from the the all layers uh, if possible before you implement the technology would bad, would feedback be useful absolutely I
1: think you know if I talk about leadership in a digital age i would say leadership has to embrace all open elements. You've got to have open eyes. You've got to see what's going on. You've got to have open ears. You've got to listen to what's happening and getting the feedback. You also have to have a, an open mind because what has been successful previously may not be successful today. And lastly, you've also got to have an open mind because after all, people make the business. People drive decisions. People make things happen
0: yeah i want to pick up on something that you mentioned earlier as well and that is how can we encourage buy in from employees to adopt digital in their approach to work you mentioned you know sort of selling the idea of what's in it for them and i think that's really important do you have any other tips i think the other thing is
1: take fear out of the equation Mm -hmm. um because a lot people are fearful and I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to Vinod Kumar. He was the uh, former CEO of Tata Communications, mm-hmm. and he had to transform his all his um, his um, um, organization. Then, you know, as you know, Tata uh, originated from India, and then they went global. And people were fearful because you know what the, what would that mean? And the first thing he said was, you know. Don't worry about it. You know, we are in it together. I can guarantee your job for the next 12 months. And that took away so much fear because then he got people bought in mm. to drive his vision forward. So yes. you've got to take fear out of the equation.
0: Yes, and I think what he said was so crucial because you know he spoke to their fear of losing their jobs, and then he gave them certainty that they needed at least a time frame, of you know within the next couple of months or or the year, as you mentioned. And people like certainty; that's Absolutely. what we all crave. How do you? Yeah. Uh, what do you make of digital operations? Do you think that they've gained traction in the workforce recently? I, I definitely
1: think so. I mean, if you think about um, um, just the um, the normal F&B outfit, right? Um, you know, when you order something and, and, you know, they can always sort of get feedback immediately in terms of, you know, did you like the service and so on? Uh, or did you like the food? Um, so that's also part of operations in terms of, you know, getting direct feedback so that you can improve, like, what? what was the broken, if there was a broken system along the way or, and then you could also get feedback in terms of what else you need to do to improve, say for example, many of your restaurant. Um, yeah. yeah. So definitely operations, um, a part, of, uh, is part and parcel of uh, digital transformation too.
0: I love talking to you, uh, Dr. Ang, because I love your perspective It's and your worldview. It's so big and so wide. So when we look at the future, how do you see digital being used at the workplace? Well, I would say that,
1: you know, whether we like it or not, digital transformation is here to stay. And, you know, we're always looking at Productivity improvement and so on and so forth. I mean look at even HR functions um, you know nowadays you can find out about your HR queries or you get them answered using a chatbot um, you know so that's one area where um, definitely can solve a lot of problems so uh, and also issues in terms of you know for example, if employees are not getting their questions answered quickly so I mean that's one area of it um, and every single function in the workplace um, can use digital technology to improve how they operate, how they meet their customers or employee needs, and so on and so forth. Um, And so, definitely, I would say that, you know, just look at, you know, what problem you're trying to solve in that particular function, how you can improve it, and then go from there. Uh, But the starting point is what problem are you trying to
0: solve? Ask yourself that important question when it comes to digital transformation. Thank you so much, Jovina Ang is managing director of Communicacio. She's also an SMU affiliate faculty member. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.